There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Weird world, man. We had a bird fly in our house the other day. Right through the front door. I never had that happen ever. Just open up the door, bird flew in. <laughs> You're not welcome. What's the first thing you do when a bird flies in your house? I know now it's not swirl beach towels overhead. I'm not sure what I thought that was going to accomplish. We found ourselves trying to reason with the bird. The window's open in the kitchen! The window's open in the kitchen! I'm sorry, what did you say? Oh, the kitchen. I didn't understand that because I'm a bird. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, that's happened to us once or twice. When bird flies in the house, you to kind of gently guide them. Open up that yep. sliding glass window. You ever walk in and there's a bird in there and you're like, uh... How'd you get in here? How'd you get Where in here? Where are you coming from? So, Kristen puts up these these seasonal wreaths on the door that are made of, like, old brush, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they try to nest in there, oh, sure, especially a- in that front porch area. So, mm-hmm. it's not uncommon for them to be hanging out of the front door. And when you open it, I imagine some of them occasionally fly in. But, yeah, we got that down with science. Just open that door. And then, of course, the cat tries to run after it. That's never good. Nope. No. But uh, how about some of the day's news that didn't make the news on this Monday, the 23rd of January of 2023? Everyone says to chill out when driving and not let other drivers ruin your vibe. Uh, But even if you have superhuman restraint, every driver has one thing that bothers them more than anything else. Yeah. People online are talking about their biggest driving pet peeves. And several have mentioned nice holes. Nice holes. People who think they're being nice, but it's actually dangerous. Okay, like for instance. Well, one person said nice people who stop in the middle of a roundabout to let cars enter. Or stop anywhere. I see that all the time. We're like, oh, I'm going to stop and let him go. But you have a green light, though. Yeah. 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 You think you're being nice, but you're actually causing a potential accident. Yeah. 
uh, or randomly stopping on a road to let someone in oncoming traffic turn left oh. in front of them. Yeah. But yeah. it's multi-lane and the other people don't realize what you're doing. And, yeah. yep. you know, how would they know? Right. Or how about waving people through a four-way stop when it's your turn to go? Mm-hmm. I feel like the people who do that don't know how to work a four-way stop. That's so exactly they're just playing it, it safe by yep. trying to pretend that they're nice. Yeah. Anyway, not following the rules of the road is dangerous to other drivers as well as bicyclists and pedestrians because they don't know what's going on. One person put it this way. Don't be polite. Be predictable. Mm-hmm. It's much safer that way. Yes. Uh, I also feel like when you, when you know when you let someone go... Like, for example, the guy in front of you is letting someone go, and then they let 10 people. I'm like, you don't have to let everybody go, you know? One is good. One person is good to go, and then you go. And then maybe I could let somebody go. It's okay. The I'm not in a hurry. Just go. Yeah, but now I don't want to let anybody go because you let 20 people go. And right. Now you look like the jerk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got 19 people to make up. Stop letting everybody go. <laughs> Here are 15 other driving pet peeves, people who uh, people have mentioned. Uh, people holding everyone up, trying to make a left turn at a time where it's borderline impossible. Or when there's a sign saying right turn only. Yeah. That's infuriating. Is when they're trying to take a left turn mm-hmm. at a stoplight. Oh. And there's a sign directly above the intersection that says no left turn. Yep. Yep. Yes. Oh. yep. Uh, people who jump out from a side street or parking lot, cutting you off, and then drive slower than you are. Mm-hmm. 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 At least pick up the pace. Yes. Yep. You're going to cut in front of me. Is going slow getting on the interstate on there? Like people that go 10 miles an hour when you're, I'm like, you're getting on the highway. When I'm behind that person oh, on the, yeah, in the on-ramp, I, that I lose my patience in those moments. Uh Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. People who jump out from a side street or park... Oh, I already read that one. Uh, people pulling right out in front of you when there's a large gap of no traffic right behind you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, people in the left lane at an intersection that inch up when you're in the right lane. How does, people in the left lane yes. at an intersection uh-huh. that inch up when when you in the right lane do. I don't know what that means. Uh, I, I don't either. Apparently not realizing that you're trying to see around them to make oh, a legal turn. okay. Yeah. I see. Oh. All right. So if I'm trying to turn right on a road and I'm trying to like... And you can't it, see because the car And you can't see to the left they because keep, they, they keep crossed up. over okay. the stop. That okay. Sense. That yeah. happens a lot when you're mm-hmm. getting off at Coleraine Avenue to turn right down by Rumpke because a lot of people are trying to inch up and turn left to get the light to change. Right. It, it happens at so many at, coming out of parking lots mm-hmm. all the time. 
people driving the same speed side by side on the highway and creating a slow road block, block. that no one can pass. That yep. includes trucks. They do it all the time. I swear mm-hmm. they do it intentionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, people driving with their high beams on in traffic. I got pulled over for doing that one time. I was heading back from the lake house. Uh, back to this is when Chris and I were not together, but we were like friends, so we weren't staying together. So mm-hmm. I left the lake house, was going to a hotel nearby, was driving through town. It was like after midnight. I forgot to turn my high beams off, which uh-huh. I'm normally pretty good at. Uh, I got pulled over. And he said, you know why I'm pulling you over? And my first thought was, I realized that my high, high beams were on. So at least I was aware of it. I was conscious yeah. of it. He was surprised that I was aware of that because he said that's usually a sign of drunk driving. Most people don't even realize they're doing it. Oh. Um, and so he just kind of sent me on my way without administering. Uh, oh, that was nice. Uh, let's see. Anyone who tosses trash out the window, Good. that includes uh-huh. cigarette butts. Uh, let's see, uh, people not driving with their lights on in the rain and other weather, people who don't share the road, like you got space to move forward so people can access a turning lane, but they don't do that. People going the wrong way down a one-way parking lot lane just so they can get the closest parking spot because Uh they're lazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, people on their phones on the road or at intersections not paying attention the light is green Mm -hmm. it turned green yeah wake up look up uh tailgating which i'm always fascinated by people who tailgate in the right lane on a multi-lane freeway yeah yep you can pass there's I, plenty of room for you to pass. Well, unless that person, unless that person, if the speed limit is 65 and they're in the right lane and they're doing 45, st- you know, even in the right lane, you should at least go the speed limit. I would, I would say, I that, do. I would say, Jeff, eighty <laughs> percent of people who tailgate don't understand that they're tailgating. I'm sure that's true. They're neat. What is it, nearsighted or farsighted when things look further away than it, they I actually just think are? They think they should be that close. <laughs> Oh, when really? I was a driver's ad, they said 10 miles an hour equals one car length. So if you're going 70 on the interstate, there should be room for seven cars to get in between you and the car in front of you. It seems a little excessive. So, I don't think most people do that. But, but yeah, I remember that rule, too. So Jen thinks I drive like a maniac, but Fritz thinks I drive like an old man. And I would tend to say I'm probably more like Fritz because... I do drive mostly in the right lane on a month, you know, and if I need to pass because someone's not going fast enough, I will. And then I'm right back in the right lane. But what I typically do is I always make sure there's a nice pocket in front of me so that people who are merging onto the freeway can just slip in, jump right in. So based on that fact, it infuriates me when they don't even look or they they still don't know how to merge or they don't Mm -hmm. speed up or they don't slow down. I mean, nine times out of 10, there's a yield sign in the state of Ohio, at least in the freeways that I drive. Yep. But they don't take that into consideration when they're merging because they don't know how to find the pocket. I'm giving you at least three car lengths. Yeah. That's why I stay in the far left away from all the new people (laughs) that are joining the party. But even that, 
that. People just don't understand what that far look like. It's for passing. Right. So if you're not passing someone, get over. Well, I'm always passing Jen's passing somebody. everybody. Yeah. I'm passing. I'm about, I'm about to pass that car that's a half a mile up from me. I can see it. I can see if I went over into the lane in about another 30 seconds, I'm going to have to go into the left lane again. So if there's nobody but behind me. you're supposed to do it. But if there's somebody behind me that needs to go faster, I'll get out of their way. That's how they do it in Europe. You're supposed but to do it like that, Jen. I know, but I get cars. It's ridiculous. That's right. And then somebody driving. who's going faster than Jen Jordan pulls it's up on her ass. I get right. out of the way. Now they're tailgating. I get out of the way. Uh, people who refuse to let another driver in during an obvious zipper merge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then people who don't signal a turn or who leave their turn signal on. See, that whole zipper merge, people, people do not get that at mm-hmm. all. No. That it is, if there is like road construction and they're, they're shutting down one lane, right. you are supposed to go. Oh, as far as you can go. And then it's zipper in. But you always get that person that's in the long line that gets mad at the people who are doing it right, that are going all the way to the end on the lane that's closing, and they're not going to let you in. And they just, like, stick it to you. I know. Get over yourself. It's like... We're Aww. doing it right. Yes. It's a zipper merge. It the only is. Thing it's it a faster for everybody yeah. when you do it that way. The thing that was not on the list, Jeff, that I would say is my number one thing that drives me crazy uh, is when people try to school you. Mm-hmm. Like the person's like, I'm going to teach this jerk off a lesson. Oh, if you're tailgating, they slow or, down. Or, or any any tailgating, driving the speed limit, any any of those things. Or they brake check you. Yeah, like, like oh, I'm going to teach you because you don't know what you're doing. Are you guys super curious, though? Like if you get behind somebody that's doing 50 in the far left lane and you end up having to pass them on the right, do you look over to see, is yes. it an old person? Is it somebody on a yes. phone? Is it a kid that's terrified behind the wheel on the inner? So Are you things. curious? Yes. Yeah. You know, to see what's oh, going yeah. on in that car. And then you judge them. Because yes. if they are, if they look like they are a capable adult, totally. who sh- you know, are you, <laughs> then you're like, pay attention. <laughs> totally. And then I I'm judging whether yes. or not it's intentional or not. Yeah. And I can tell from looking at them, oh, they didn't mean to do yes. it. They just yeah. don't know any better. They're clueless. Yeah. It's yeah. a grandpa. We got yeah. a grandpa. Over of there. he doesn't know. He's got to get over. Yep. Yeah. Patience for, for those older Americans. Yeah. White-knuckled teen. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're such superior drivers. <laughs> I know. I really we're the be. best drivers If in only the world. everybody would drive I like mean, us, yeah, the absolutely. world would be such a better place. We would all get where we need to be. Quicker, yeah. easier. There'd never be accidents. Totally right. agree. For sure. Okay. Are you hungover on a Monday? Not today. <laughs> no? No. No? Good for you. Well, did with you, the Bengals game, I think there's a lot not, of people I did not drink. Oh, I didn't either. I did not drink yeah. yesterday. Hmm. Oh, I did. And I'm not hungover, but I had several. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people uh, drank too much, obviously, while wa- watching football. So there, there are a lot of hangovers out there right now. And here is some helpful advice from TikTok. To cure your hangover, just dunk your face in ice water over and over again. What? No, I'm not doing that. Well, that can't be good for your skin. People claim it's like an instant hangover cure. I just will be still drunk. It does day. a lot of things to you. Dipping so, your face in ice water. Yeah. So a doctor recently weighed in, and there actually is some science behind it. It activates something called the diver's reflex mm. that can snap you out of feeling like crap 
because it tells your body to send more oxygen to your vital organs. It's also the same reflex that make babies hold their breath underwater. Now, cure might be too strong of a word. Treatment. The same hack (laughs) made the rounds a while back, and it sounds like it's uh, fairly temporary, but that's what experts say and what we've seen in video. This is the ice bowl method to activate the diver's reflex. Hold your face in the water for five to ten seconds and repeat three times. And it's going to give you some relief. If you want to avoid this method, don't forget to prime your body by hydrating, adding electrolytes, and throwing in an alcohol metabolism aid. <laughs> I'll tell yeah. you. So in addition to that, you got to take electrolytes and do all that all other that stuff. Other right, all those other hangers. So you got to combine it with a bunch of other hangers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when I had that uh, heart arrhythmia thing that I had to go in and have surgery for, right, where my heart would take off and was beating like 200 beats a minute. Out of nowhere. That was one of the two things that they told me I could do myself. The ice water bath? To put my face in a bowl of ice water to get my heart back in rhythm. Oh, wow. That's weird. I know. I never used that one. I <laughs> The other one was to hold my breath and bear down like I was taking a dump. Oh, nice. To, that, yeah. To, that she's good. And that one, that, one, <laughs> that one was a little yeah. bit easier. A little bit and more it worked reach. for me. But, um, yeah. Well, I was like, I'm not putting my face in a big old bowl of ice water. Well, if you do want to try it, just fill a bowl with ice water, dunk your entire face in it for 10 seconds, and then you got to repeat it two more times. Most people immediately say it worked and then say, never mind, I'll just suffer through the hangover. (laughs) It does sound like a, a great way to prank someone who's hungover, though, right? Oh, you know what you need to do? Try this. It'll fix it. Oh, it's a surefire cure. All right, also this morning, let's talk about Fireball. If you've been sucking these down and thought you could really handle your booze, not so fast. The makers of Fireball Whiskey are being sued because some of their mini bottles don't actually contain whiskey. Anything you buy at a liquor store probably does, but in states where gas stations and grocery stores can't sell liquor... They've also been selling another version. To get around the laws, they lowered the alcohol content and changed the label. They look just like normal mini bottles, but instead of Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, the label says Fireball Cinnamon. Mm. And they only cost about a buck. Yeah, I've seen those before. Yeah. They have them sometimes. There's no alcohol in them. Oh, there's not. No, the lawsuit claims they didn't make it clear that that's not the real stuff. Oh, wow. That's a problem. No wonder I never caught a buzz, Jeff. Yeah, normal fireball is 66 proof or 33% alcohol. The gas station version is a malt beverage with whiskey flavoring that's only 33 proof or 16.5% alcohol. So there is a little bit of alcohol in it. Uh, But the label says it's a, quote, malt beverage with natural whiskey and other flavors. But the lawsuit claims it's not clear what they mean by whiskey flavors. But if they win, anyone who bought the mini bottles in 12 states could get some money. Those states uh, do not include Ohio but they or Kentucky, for that matter. But Illinois, North Dakota, Wyoming, Idaho, Alaska, Iowa, Mississippi, Arkansas, Kansas, Arizona, South Carolina, and Utah. Uh, if you live in any of those states... Those states are included. And to show 
there really was confusion. The lawsuit specifically mentions a radio station in New York that talked about it in 2021 and wondered how convenience stores were getting away with selling liquor. Mm. So for what it's worth, the uh, the frequently asked questions part of the Fireball website, it does have like a whole section called Fireball Cinnamon that explains exactly what it is and how to tell the difference. So I don't know that this lawsuit has enough merit to win. Meanwhile, this morning is National Pie Day, as you may have heard uh, at the top of the show. Which what a is great day. Really about things like apple pie, but we couldn't ignore a story about the biggest pizza pie of all time. Pizza Hut just announced that they broke a world record last week for the biggest pizza ever, just under 14,000 square feet. It is the equivalent of 68,000 slices. Wow. They assembled it on the floor of the Los Angeles Convention Center and then used a bank of heaters to cook it from above. It took (laughs) about 48 hours start to finish. It clocked in at 1,000, I'm sorry, 13,990 square feet. Wow. Here's what went into it. 13,653 pounds of dough, just under 5,000 pounds of sauce, 8,800 pounds of cheese, and more than 630,000 slices of pepperoni. Wow. I put the picture up on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page if you guys want to check it out. It is, uh, I said, incredible. It's bigger than you could expect it to be. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, this was not... This was actually not a pie day thing. They did this to promote their big New Yorker pizza from the 90s, which I guess they're bringing back on February 1st. I remember 1st. that pizza. Yeah. Pizza Hut says they made sure the 68,000 slices won't go to waste. They donated all the pizza to charities throughout Los Angeles. Nice. We have to take a break here. Coming up, 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese is going to check in so you don't waste your money talking about the Bengals Chiefs game. How to get tickets, how much you're going to pay, and what are hotels going for? That's all straight ahead. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. coming shut it out with new windows from universal windows direct hi tim right now buy one window get one free they also do siding roofing and doors call 513-755-1800 check out uwd southwestohio.com i love my windows they've got that brand new home Weather-wise, we got a few snow flurries out there this morning as you're heading into work. Light snow showers on and off throughout the day. High at 35. Right now it's 31. John, did you encounter any snow flurries heading in this morning? Yeah, there were some snow flurries, but the roads are damp. They're fine. Uh, yep. wasn't bad driving at all. That's I good. think I got stuck behind Jen going 50. <laughs> the Probably. That wouldn't be me, that. baby. I'm moving. <laughs> moving and shaking. I got places to go. Well, you want to go somewhere? How about going to Kansas City this weekend? Oh. Going to Kansas City. I yeah. would love to see the uh, Bengals. Cheat didn't you go last year, Fritz? So, no, we went to Tennessee. We skipped Kansas City because we were saving our money for the Super Bowl. Ah, that's right. And then you went which to the is Super what Bowl. we're going to do this year as well. That's right. Well, because I'll be in Ve- That's the thing, though. I plan this trip to Las Vegas mm-hmm. to see Adele. I'm going to see her on Friday night. Oh. And I don't fly home until Sunday morning, like.
like Saturday into Sunday, I'm like, well, maybe I could just stop in Kansas City on the you way. Could. Yeah. Reroute. Yeah, maybe maybe you could. That's not that's not too bad. How expensive is it for the well, flight? Yeah, we've been checking the uh, prices this morning, and it's uh, uh, a lot worse than the past couple of games. Really? I mean, I was talking a oh, week yeah. ago that you could get tickets for two hundred bucks to see the Bengals and Bills. Uh, well, nobody wanted to stand out there in the snow in Buffalo anyway. And we can drive there. That's six yeah, hours. That's drive. nothing. Kansas City is a eight-hour drive. Longer drive. Eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. I looked it up yesterday. Oh, really? I, I was going to say nine-hour drive. And and it's a boring yeah. drive, yeah. too. Is it ever to get out You just out keep there. going left. Yeah, I will say, keep going there. West. Kansas Street. City is a cool town, though. You got, uh, the, you got good food. You got good beer. Boulevard Brewing's there. It's yeah. the city of fountains. Great it's, barbecue. Yeah. It's barbecue. very much like Cincinnati. Yeah, that famous Kansas City strip steak. Oh, so, yeah. I just got to fly there. I can't drive. Yeah, you can, you can go. Again, about, probably going to be nine hours. So, uh, you know, but the problem is the cost of the game because we're finding tickets oh, on StubHub and a bunch of other sites, Vivid Seats, uh, starting at three seventy-five. Oh, that's about not bad. Uh, that's, that's, that's upper deck. Upper deck. Uh, that's getting you in the door, sister. That gets yeah. you in the door yeah. at three seventy-five. A decent, better seat. Uh, you're not seeing anything for under about five, six hundred right now. So it's going to cost more than the Buffalo game. I mean, if you're really on a budget, I would have recommend going up to Buffalo. Short drive. You know, there's two hundred dollars seats to get in, and uh, you know, cheap hotels. Kansas City. Also, the hotels are going to be more expensive because mm-hmm. it's again not Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You know, there you could have stayed along the the interstate, and it was you'd cheap rooms. Uh, Kansas City is going to be a little bit more expensive. Think about 300 a night maybe for a hotel in the city unless you, you know, you get way out there into the into the suburbs. So uh, we're talking about for any decent seat, I'd say plan about $500 a ticket. Oh, what do you think? Fritz, you're booking that well, I will tell you, this morning, I was already searching flights from CVG to Phoenix, leaving on Thursday, returning on Tuesday. And there are not enough options for me. So I'm going to need, like, like there was one nonstop on American. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, man, we need more flights to Phoenix. Well, they'll add flights if the Bengals yeah. make the Super Bowl because when they did When do they that do that, year. though? Do they add them? Like, so on, say, it, on Saturday, on Sunday like, when we win. It'll be, like, right after the win. They'll announce that night we're adding, you know, two Great. more Delta flights or American flights from yeah, because they have lots of flights with layovers, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing that yet. Well, don't fly out with a layover close yeah. to the game because last year some people didn't make it in time. That, that happened with the Kansas that City would be game, awful. too. Yes. If you remember last year I for the Kansas remember. City game, a lot of people got rerouted through like feet or uh, Philadelphia or other yep, places. They got rerouted. Oh, oh God, that'd be awful. Yeah, they you got to fly out the day before. Yeah, don't, don't. The, yeah, for yeah. that many nonstops to Kansas City. Yes. So, uh, yeah, fly out the day before, or again, eight to nine hours on the highway. You know, you have a party van and oh my uh, and head on out. So, plan about five hundred dollars a ticket. Check it out this Sunday night. Let's go for another win, as I would say, who day? And don't waste your. Money. All right, John, what do you have coming up tonight? Oh, we're talking about salvage groceries, this whole new trend where you can buy food that's just about to expire for half price. Oh, wow. Show you how to do it later today. Okay, it's 738. Coming up, the first play, Q102 Secret Sound is back, and we're going to do it at 740 this morning. Right here, Cincinnati's Q102. First, we check the roads. We got Denise here now with your latest traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.